One, two, three. Here we go. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Bathroom Break. As always, I am your host, Ivan. And first of all, I just want to thank everyone who heard episode one. It really means a lot to me. I appreciate all the compliments, all the critiques, and all the suggestions you guys sent to me. Trust me, it, it really meant a lot that I was really expecting at least like five people to listen to this, and I got like a good amount. So, you know, once again, thank you to everyone. Um, you know, this show is going to be like a work in progress. Uh, I'm just trying to get the hang of things. It's really hard, you know, talking to yourself for like 20 plus minutes. It's super fucking weird talking to yourself. You know, I usually just do that by myself in the car when I'm like arguing with myself. So, you know, having this out in the internet is, it's weird, but, you know, just kind of keep working at it and... Like I said a thousand times, thank you so much to everyone that's been listening. Um, so I'm calling this one episode two, but it's technically episode one because I'm actually going to focus on one topic. And the topic I chose for this episode is going to be music. So the reason why I chose this episode to be on music was for two things. One of them was I recently went on a trip to uh, Austin, Texas, which was pretty dope. It was a bachelor party. Shout out to Matt, if you're listening. Um, I had a lot of fun. It, it got pretty wild sometimes. But the main thing I noticed about Austin, which is, you know, being from Miami, which is completely different, is the different types of music scenes that they have in this one city. For example, um, the main thing, the main focus of Austin is this street called Sixth Street which is basically divided into two parts. It's one part called like the dirty six and then the clean six. And the difference is basically the types of music that you'll listen to throughout the night. For example, during our time in Sixth Street, all you fucking heard was like country music and rock music and a different variety of stuff. And the main thing was, which I thought was really cool, was the live music scene there. Like in one bar, you'll have them playing like straight up like dirty south rap music and then right next to it you'll have like a three-piece live band like doing like jam band songs which is so unique especially coming from Miami because I feel like all you really hear in Miami is like you know your typical Drake and Bad Bunny so it was really cool seeing a just experiencing something different and then you have like the clean six which would be basically like our Winwood area it's like our the party scene I guess like the touristy trap area because mostly all we heard there was, you know, like, Drake and Bad Bunny and, like, stuff that we typically, like, hear. So it was just cool seeing the difference in styles because, you know, you don't really get that here in Miami. And I thought that was, like, really dope. And the main reason why I wanted to do this episode on music was because of work. Um, I got really cool with some of my coworkers and... One of my coworkers had told me that she had been to the Red Hot Chili Pepper concert. And I was, like, super excited to hear about it. I was like, yo, I'm a big, like, Chili Pepper fan. Like, I really wanted to go. But for some reason here in Miami, it was, like, on a Tuesday. Like, who the fuck has time to go, like, to a fucking concert on a Tuesday? That's just, like, fucking bullshit. But anyways, I asked her about it. She told me she had a lot of fun. Like, we talked about the set list. Like, they play, like, all their classics. They play some of their new stuff bit fuck like I really wish I would have made it there so we started talking about music in general like I think it's always fun like finding people that have like your same music taste 
you know, it's something to, like, bond over, like, when they find out, like, oh, you like this band? Oh, shit, I like this band. What about this band? And Or this artist, like, it's always fun talking about music. So she asked me, she was like, oh, so what's your favorite band? And for those that know me, like, Nirvana has always been number one. Like, Kurt Cobain, in my opinion, is the greatest songwriter of any generation. So my answer has always been the same since I was, like, 12 years old. It's been Nirvana. And she just gave me this face, like, oh, you like Nirvana? And I was like, yes. Like, what kind of fucking question is that? Like, do you like Nirvana? And I'm like, yes, they're a great fucking band. Who doesn't like them? And she was like, I think they're a little overrated. And <laughs> I've never wanted to punch a girl in the face, but I was I was like about to call like HR or something on myself because I was about to go like one, two, Chris Brown on her. I was like, did you just say they're overrated? Like, I legit told her, I'm like, I'm about to go to HR because that's straight-up hate speech. Like, you're making this a hostile environment right now, and I'm not going to put up with that shit. And she was, she just started laughing, and she's like, oh, let me guess, you're into the Beatles as well? And I was like, yo, this girl's flat out, like, looked at my Spotify playlist and was like, yo, let me just fuck with this guy and see what he likes. Because the Beatles are, like, my second favorite band. Like, the Beatles is the reason why I got into music. Like, I still remember vividly the first time, like, I ex- I feel like I experienced music was getting in the car with my parents. We were driving somewhere, and a Beatles song came on, and I was just like, wow, this is music. Like, and I think I was, like, five years old, and I was just mesmerized by Paul McCartney's voice, and I'm like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. And for someone just to be like, oh, the Beatles are overrated, that just, I really don't fucking understand. But I know there's a lot of people out there that, like, just don't like the Beatles, and honestly, I just need to ask them, like, why, why do you hate yourself, like, what, who hurt you, like, who touched your little butthole when you're a kid, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna get into that, like, I guess, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but just know that your opinion is wrong, and I hate you, all right, uh, moving on, um, let's see, I, like, wrote down notes, because some people were saying I was getting, like, off topic, and, like, I slowly, like, I'm starting to see it. But, hey, like I said, it's a work in progress, guys. Like, just bear with me. I'm trying my best here. Just trying to get you guys the content you guys deserve. So, I have a huge admiration for music. Like, I truly believe it's, like, the most beautiful type of art form there is out there. Like, one good song can paint a thousand pictures. Like, a song can, like, literally take you back to a moment in life where you you feel like all this, all these emotions, either you were happy or sad or angry or just, you know, like a moment that just stays with you. Like you can, you, you can attach it to a song. Like one of like my most like cherished memories involves music. I remember uh, we, I went to a music festival with my friends a couple of years back and I just, I can literally close my eyes and like envision myself like sitting on a hill in Georgia with all my friends watching the sunset while this jam band was playing like their rendition of um I'm feeling good and just just being there in the moment just sitting there being with your friends watching the sunset like it, it was just it was perfect like it's like one of those like few moments that we all have in life where you know we just forget all the bullshit of everyday life like, it was just perfect. Like, it was a moment that I feel like I'm always going to keep with me. 
So I like pride myself on not judging people like on their race or skin or the politics or the religions that they believe in. I will judge them on their music taste straight up. Like the worst thing you can say to me is like, oh, I listen to everything. Like I fucking hate when I ask someone, I'm like, oh, what kind of music do you like? And that's their fucking answer. Like, oh, I listen to everything. Like, I feel like that's the equivalent of taking like a razor scooter to the fucking chin. That's like, I, like, you tell me that, and I already imagine, like, oh, this fucker goes to, like, Cold Stone and, like, asks for vanilla ice cream with fucking sprinkles on it. Like, you go to a fucking nice restaurant, and you ask for a steak and ask for it to be well done. Like, that's just fucking disrespectful to yourself, to the person you're talking to. That's just, no, bro. And a lot of the times, when you ask those people, like, that say they listen to everything, when you look at, like, their playlist, is like, top 40 shit. It's, like, the most basic-ass fucking music. Like, it's like saying, like, oh, I listen to, like, anything that's on the radio, basically. Like, nah, bro. I hate that shit. Like, me, personally, I love people that show me new stuff. You know, like, they'll recommend different types of music. Because I feel like there's so much shit out there. And for you to just focus on one thing, like, bro, come on. Like, I've recently had, like, people, um, what was it? A friend was telling me about something called, like, Funk. With a, it's like P-H-U-N-K. And it's basically like they take like old hip hop songs and like they put like electronic beats and jazz beats in them. And I was like, fuck, that's super interesting. I've also had friends that like are heavy into like K-pop and they'll tell me like about some of the bands and groups that there's out there. And I don't like me. I don't listen to that stuff, but it's cool knowing that there's people out there that do listen to certain types of music. So, you know, it's something new, like shit, maybe like one day I will listen to it. But, like, if you're going to come at me and be like, I listen to everything, and then you put, like, fucking Bad Bunny five times in a row, like, bro, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear that shit. So, recently, I had asked people on, on Instagram to, I had asked them, like, three questions, I think it was, uh, to basically provide uh, artists that they loved, that they hate, artists that they found overrated, and if they had, like, any recommendations. And I appreciate to the people that did write back. And some of the names were, like, pretty funny. Like, the artist that came up the most without surprise was obviously, like, Bad Bunny. Like, some people put him, like, as the best artist. And some people put him as overrated. And I feel like with Bad Bunny, it's, like, really fucking complicated. Because I do get, like, both sides. Because, yeah, like, I feel like if you do go out, like, you're going to hear, like, the same three Bad Bunny songs over and over. But I'm not, that's not to take away from those three songs. Like, yo, this guy has, like, mad, like, his catalog is insane. Like, he just, he's like a hit-making machine. So I have to give, like, I have to give credit where credit's due because cause he, he has been just releasing some fire. But, you know, some people aren't into reggaeton or some, or maybe they just don't like him. So I would also understand that people calling him overrated Cause yeah, like that's that's honestly all you're gonna fucking hear. But me personally, I I think he, like he he's up there. Like this guy has done so much. I feel for reggaeton music and just Hispanic music. Like yo, this guy's like coming out in movies and I if I'm not mistaken, I think when it comes to like Spotify plays, like like he's up there. Like I think he like surpassed or is about to surpass Drake. And that alone is, like, amazing. Like, no other reggaeton artist has ever done that. 
And like, we've had like some legends like Don Omar and Diego Calderon and the main one being Daddy Yankee too. And I mean, when it comes to Daddy Yankee, like Gasolina is like untouchable. I don't think he's like come anywhere near with like the stuff that Bad Bunny has done. This guy has gone like on world tours and like sold out. Like I think this fucker was in Japan and shit and like sold out. So like I have to give uh credit where credit's due and you know Bad Bunny, like we're gonna be hearing about him for like a long ass time, I feel like. He's he's gonna like I feel like the best is to come for him. Like he's he's like up there. Who else? Somebody else put Wu Tang clan which was dope as fuck, because Wu-Tang Clan, like, bro, fuck, they're honestly the group that got me into hip-hop, like, I remember, uh, my cousin, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, the Zooms, they were, like, these, like, wannabe fucking iPods, and, like, their main selling point was that you could see, like, videos on them before, like, the iPod video, but, like, they were, like, super clunky, and they didn't have, like, anywhere near, the amount of memory that an iPod had, but I remember my cousin had one, and, like, he lent it to me, and, like, at that time, like, I only, like, really listened to, like, rock music, or, like, the hip-hop of, like, that era, which was, like, you know, like, 50 Cent and T.I. and Lil Wayne, and, like, my cousin at that time, like, he only really listened to, like, 90s hip-hop, and I was, like, going through it, and I'm just being, like, yo, who the fuck are all these, like, artists on here, and I remember he had, like, two music videos, and one of them was Cream by Wu-Tang. And I remember, like, I, like, put it on, and I was listening to it, and I was just, like, blown away, just amazed at, like, how beautiful, like, a fucking rap song could be. And because of that, I was like, yo, I, I need more of this. And I remember he had, like, the whole, like, Enter the 36 Chamber album, and I just fucking went through that shit, and I was like, yo, these people are fucking amazing and like from there like that just blew open that door like I really got into like a tribe called Quest and NWA uh Nas who is just my favorite rapper of all time just everything but it all spanned from like Wu-Tang just how dope their rhythm and their fucking their lyrics were it was just fucking amazing just so I'm glad that somebody put Wu-Tang because they they deserve to be up there for sure for sure um, for my EDM fans, someone put Zed's Dead, dope as fuck, like, one of Zed's Dead's, like, another reason why I got into, like, bass dubstep music, because of the fucking, what was it, like, the 2011 era, when everybody was on, uh, UKF dubstep, like, on YouTube, and Eyes on Fire, like, their remix of Eyes on Fire is, like, legendary, till this day, like, I feel like if. Like, the few people that listen to bass music, like, that's, like, one of their, like, holy grails for sure. Like, if you put that shit on, like, everyone's gonna be, like, bumping to it just because of how dope that fucking song is. Let's see what else people put. Uh, someone put Purity Ring, which was dope as fuck. Uh, they're, like, a super, like, indie-tronica band. Like, uh, I think it's, like, two people in the group, and the lead singer, she has an amazing voice, like, like, you could put on a song and, like, from them, and you'll automatically know, like, oh, yeah, this is Purity for sure. Like, they have, like, a unique style to their music. They're dope as fuck, man. They came to Miami, I want to say, like, maybe, like, six or seven years ago, and, like, I didn't get to watch them because, once again, like, these fucking groups sometimes, like, perform on, like, Wednesdays and shit. Like, yo, I got shit to do, bro. Like, what the fuck are you performing on a weekday? 
Someone obviously put uh, Lady Gaga. Like, gee, I wonder who that fucking was. Um, I mean, she's she's alright. Like, she has like some good songs. Um, I'm mostly excited. I don't know if you guys knew. I don't know if you guys saw the Joker movie, the one with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, they're making a sequel to it, and the big uh star, the, the new star in it is gonna be actually Lady Gaga. So I'm excited to see what they do with her. Like a lot of people were thinking she was gonna be a uh, Harley Quinn, but they haven't confirmed nor denied. So yeah, I'm excited to see how she does. I think she's a good actress. She has like some good songs. Like she has an amazing voice. Like I'll give her that. Uh, I think I'm more of a her. I'm bigger fan of her like actual singing than her pop stuff. So so yeah, like I would understand why someone would put her up there. Um, Taylor Swift. Hmm. I don't know, bro. I'm not a big fan of her music. Like, I I put her in that fucking category of, like, basic-ass, like, top 40 stuff. Um, I know she has a huge, like, fandom, and, you know, people are, like, fucking ride or die for her shit. But honestly, whenever I think of, like, Taylor Swift, I just think of, like, that fucking beef with, like, Kanye. That shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, I feel, I I could be wrong, but I really feel like, her fucking career has been a little overshadowed by that fucking beef that she had with Kanye West just because it was so weird and funny. Um, Let's see, who else? Oof, Prince. Yeah, for sure, for sure, bro. Prince is, like, one of the dopest fucking artists of all time. Like, I feel like if you think 80s, like, the voices of the 80s, like, for sure, it's, like, Madonna, Michael Jackson, and fucking Prince. Like, Purple Rain is like, oof, it's like a perfect fucking album from beginning to end. Like, fuck. But it's kind of like another thing with like Taylor Swift. Like, anytime I think Prince, I think amazing music. But then I fucking think of the Dave Chappelle skit. And like, I'll automatically, when someone like brings up Prince, I'll just go up to him and be like, hey, you guys want some grapes or something? Just because of that fucking skit, bro. I, like, iconic. But yeah, like, I'm glad someone brought up Prince because they, they deserve, he deserves to be up there, bro. Like, his music is dope as fuck. All right, now it's time to talk a little bit shit because the next thing is going to be, like, hate, the most hated artist. And the one that a lot of people put was fucking 6ix9ine, like, Takashi 6ix9ine. And to be honest, for the longest time, I thought this guy was just, like, a meme. Like, I didn't think... He was, like, a legit artist until, like, one of my coworkers showed me, like, a song of his. And the whole time that I was listening to it, I was, like, I feel like I'm losing, like, brain cells right now. Like, why is this guy yelling at me? Like, I feel all his songs are the fucking same. It's just him yelling, like, random shit. And the fact that he had fans, sorry, was, I I don't know, bro. Like, like. We we failed as a society. The fact that like six nine got allowed to be as big as he was at some point. Like I think I had heard somewhere that he did a concert, and like on, when he came out, that was like the biggest pop. That he was like the the draw for the crowd, and that I don't know, bro. Like that's that's just fucking depressing. That's just sad. Like six nine being like the main guy. Like bro, what the fuck. <laughs> Uh, somebody else put Lil Pump, yeah, Lil Pump, <laughs> same fucking category, he had that fucking Gucci Gang song, 
that just says the same fucking words. I will give him this. I like that Coronado remix with him on it, him and El Alfa. That song is dope as fuck. So I that in that category, like I'll put him ahead of Takashi because yo Takashi just sucks. But Lil Pump at least he has like that one song with El Alfa, which I guess redeems him a little bit more. But yeah, he's on that same like category of like why the fuck is this person famous? And then another person that's in that same category for sure is MGK. Someone just flat out wrote to me like, oh, I wish MGK had been aborted, which just flat out made my day. Because, yo, that guy's music fucking sucks. Like, if you listen to MGK, like, just just stop listening to now because I don't want you anywhere near my life. I think that guy is fucking trash, bro. Like, this guy, he's, I guess, in the same... I call him, like, the bootlegged fucking Post Malone. Because him and Post Malone kind of went the same route in which they started off as rap. And then, as soon as they got big, they went into, like, this weird, like, pop rock type of thing. And just flat out forgot about, like, them being quote-unquote rappers. Which I think is mad fucking, like... I don't know. I feel like it's, like, you're kind of, like, hopping into a trend... And then being like, yeah, fuck you guys. I was just using you guys for clout. And then this is the real me type shit. And speaking of Post Malone, he's flat out one of the worst artists I've ever gotten to see live. I saw him live before he like blew up. Um, I saw him at a music festival and he did three songs. He performed three fucking songs and no lie guys, two of those songs were White Iverson. He literally started with White Iverson, did the whole song, did some other bullshit-ass song, and then came on the mic again and was like, well, this is my last song, guys, and I'm going to perform White Iverson again for the people that weren't here in the beginning. And, like, me and my friends were just like, what the fuck? Yo, like, is this guy serious? So, yeah, like, I, I, me personally, I'm going to put Post Malone in there. Like, I'm not a fan of his at all. Um, Who else? Oh, and someone wrote... um. X, like X Tentacion. Um, him, I mean, I really like that Look At Me song. Like, I thought it was really good. Um, I think he could have had, like, a bigger career. But, yeah, like, the stuff that was going on in his personal life, whether you believe it or not, that really, like, overshadowed his his whole career, I think. Because he, I, I know some people that were, like, really, really into his fucking music. and they were diehard fans. They, like, didn't believe, like, that whole thing. I'm not really 100% sure, but I think it was, like, had to do with, like, domestic abuse. Because for sure he was in jail. That that was true. Like, I think he blew up while he was in jail. But I wasn't a big fan of, like, that whole, I guess you can call it, like, the SoundCloud, like, era of rap. Like, like him and uh, who, like, go uh smoke perp uh little peep like those people like i don't know like i can never really get into it but for some reason like i considered that type of that type of rap like the grunge era because i guess it resonated with like a lot of kids that were going through like you know mental issues and abuse at home like it was their music like it wasn't for us like i'm like my generation like i feel like it was for people that were younger because like they'll still fucking like fucking go hard on their music and I will never really understand it but like I said it, I don't think it was for our generation I think it was for the kids that were younger because X still has like a huge following for sure 
Uh, moving on to overrated artists. Oof. Okay. So to start off with, overrated. Someone put Excision. If you guys don't know who Excision is, he is like the leading artist when it comes to like heavy dubstep music. Like this guy is like head honcho. Like a lot of like bass driven festivals are run by him. Like he's been in the game for a long ass time. And I know he's been going through like some shit right now or a lot of people are like coming after him because apparently he steal beats or like doesn't give a smaller artist cred. I'm not 100% sure of all that. But to put him in overrated, like, I don't know. I think that's a that's a little, like, insane. Because this guy, I feel like, has done a lot for the bass community. Like, he's been, like, the, in my opinion, like, with everything that's been going around, uh, like, around when it comes to bass artists, like, he, I, I really feel like he's, like, the GOAT when it comes to dubstep music. So to put him in overrated, like, I don't know. I strongly do not agree with you. But, hey, like, Everyone's, like, entitled to their own opinion. So, you know, it is what it is. And the next person that someone put for overrated was Beyonce. So that, so I'm so glad someone brought up Beyonce because I'm going to do a little sidetrack and tell you guys, like, a little story that actually happened uh, in this Austin trip. So just bear with me. And I, I personally think I think it's funny, but... You guys will be the judge of that. Like, please comment. Like, let me know if you like that. You guys like the story. So, speaking about Beyonce. So, it's the Austin trip. It's the last night that we're there. And, yeah, it was Tuesday. I remember it was Tuesday. Um, So, we're walking around. Like, I told you guys earlier about 6th Street. We're, like, walking it. It's pretty dead. Like, I guess we miscalculated. Because being from Miami, like, Monday through Monday through Sunday, like, I feel like anywhere you go, it's fucking popping. Like, you can find where the party's going to be at. I'm fucking in Miami. I guess Austin's not really the same because we went out that Monday, which was, like, Labor Day. They were expecting everything to be, like, you know, packed and insane, but it was dead. Like, everywhere we went, I'm talking about, like, dead. It'd be, like, us, which were, like, a group of eight, and then just, like, two other people, like, in bars, just, you know, sad drinking. And we were, like, yeah, we we don't want to be in here. So it's the last day, we, we're walking down 6th Street, it's a little bit more lively, but nothing too insane, we're ready to kind of call it a night, and as we're walking back, we notice that everybody keeps going into this one place, and we're like, yo, what the hell's going on over there, and we can hear, like, the music is, like, super loud in there, and we're hearing people cheering, and we're like, yo, what the fuck, that's where the party's at, that's where we need to be, let's go see what the fuck is going on over there. So as we get to the place, like, we can see that inside is packed. We walk in. We're, like, looking around. We're, like, yo, all right. Like, I guess this is where everybody's at. Like, we get to the bar. And, like, I, okay, so Beyonce. So they're playing a Beyonce song. We're just there chilling. And then they start playing another Beyonce song. And then another Beyonce song. And then another Beyonce song. So I'm, like, all right. What the fuck is going on? And that's when I kind of, like, start looking around. And I'm, like, hmm. It's a lot of guys in here. Hmm. It's a lot of guys in drag in here. And I think me and all my friends came to, like, the realization, like, oh, shit, we're at a gay bar. So we all kind of, like, looked at each other and we're like, okay, so what do we do now? And one of my friends was like, yo, 
I know that it's a gay bar and everything, but look at these fucking drink prices, the prices. And, like, everything was, like, dirt cheap. Like, I'm talking about $2 shots, like, $3 beers. And he was like, yo, I ain't gay, but $2 is $2. So we were like, you know what? Fuck it, bro. Like, it's our last night. Like, let's just chill. Like, everything. we're just going to drink and then just see what happens. Like, let's just fucking stay. Fuck it. So we stay. We're there drinking. We're having a good time. No one's bothering us. And I'm noticing that this girl's, like, coming towards us. And, like, she comes and she points at me. And she was like, are you Rooster? And I was like, what the fuck? This, this lady just called me a cuck or something? Like, what? She's like, yeah, are you Rooster? And I was like, um, no, my name's Ivan. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, you just remind me of a friend. Like, And I was like, no, it's okay. So we're just talking. Like, um, I was wearing a, a McLovin shirt. So she was like, we were talking about Superbad and stuff like that, which is one of the dopest movies of all time, just putting that out there. Um, we're just talking about that. With, um, she's telling me about Austin because she's a local. I'm telling her about Miami. And then her friend comes. And her friend, being a guy, he's like, oh, what's up, guys? And he's talking to his friend. And then he asks, like, oh, do you know them? Like, Because she was, like, talking to us for, for a while. And she was like, no, like, I just met him. Like, and we're just talking. And he was like, oh, okay, blah, blah, blah. So we're talking, blah, blah, blah. And something that's never, ever, ever happened to me, guys, finally fucking happened. I finally got hit on at a fucking bar. That's never fucking happened. And I slowly, like, came to the realization he was hitting on me. Because we're talking, and I'm, like, looking around, and I'm like, man, we came to the wrong place. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, yeah, I feel like this we don't belong here and he's like no you're at the right place this is tuesdays and i started laughing i'm like yeah that's the thing me and my friends were we're not gay and he kept looking at me and he's like are you sure you're not gay and i was like yeah dude i'm 100 sure i'm not gay i have a girl back home like i i'm not about that life and i kid you not this guy kept fucking trying like, the whole night, we'd be having a regular conversation, and he'd go back to the fact that I wasn't gay. Like, he'd be like, are you sure? Are you positive? Like, how straight are you? And I was, like, getting a little annoyed, and I was like, man, now I know how girls fucking feel when you guys go out and, like, are getting hit on. Because the guy was so fucking relentless. Like, we'd be having, like, a normal conversation, and he'd go back to, like, wanting to lick my asshole. Like, he was ready to give me the Socotron 9000 right there in front of everyone. Like, he kept telling me stuff like, oh, like, if you were gay, you'd be cleaning up in here. Like, you wouldn't have to pay for your drinks. And I was just there like, oh, my God, like, thank you so much. Like, I needed that validation. But no, <laughs> I'm not gay, though. And I guess he noticed the conversation wasn't going anywhere. So he uh, he and his friend got upset. They fucking leave. They, they, they just, get, like, walk away from us. So I was like, all right. And I go back to my friend's. And we're just drinking, we're talking shit. And then later on the night, before we leave, like, we run into them again. And, you know, me being nice, I was like, oh, hey, guys. Like, I, like, gave them, like, a cheers. And the guy just flat out looked at me, like, moved his, his hair out of his face and, like, rolled his eyes at me. Like, he was so mad. And my friend looked at me, he's like, yo, you made homeboy mad, bro. And I was just like, I told him I wasn't gay. Like, what the fuck? 
and I don't know, that shit was just mad fucking funny. Like, I, now, like I said, I know how you girls feel, and that shit is annoying. Like, sometimes you just want to have a normal conversation, and the person just wants to lick your butthole, and, like, fuck. <laughs> okay. Oh, there I go getting off topic again. Oh, all right. Back to my notes. All right. Uh, we were talking about overrated artists. Okay, okay. So, once again, like, I'm ready to piss people off. Like, I know this is most, like, if you made it this far, this is probably the part where I'm going to upset you. Because I know that the two artists that I have as my personal most overrated artists, like, I know close friends, like, love their music. So, I'm ready, like, to, like, bash some heads in. Like, and I'm ready to get, like, my ass chewed out by people because I know they're not going to agree with me. But this is just, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And I really feel like these two artists are, like, super overrated. So the first artist I have on my list as being overrated is Frank Ocean. So, like, hear me out. Okay, yes, he he came up with, like, one of the most beautiful songs of all time in Thinking About You. But other than that, like, I feel like his music is, like, really fucking generic. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he's only released, like, two or three albums. And, like, people consider them masterpieces. And at most, I think they're, like, okay to, like, mediocre. Like, Blonde, I did not like at all. And I know a lot of people are, like, they fucking still play that shit. Even though it came out, like, I want to say, like, six years ago. Like, Blonde was not good at all. And I think the other one was, like, Orange, which was, like, okay. But, no, like he was just there like I liked Frank Ocean when he was part of Odd Future and even then like I think he only had like two songs with them so yeah for sure like Frank Ocean I really feel like is a little overrated now the main person I feel it's overrated and I'm fucking ready to piss people off is Kid Cudi yeah Kid Cudi to me is overrated as fuck bro I'm going to be honest, I was a big fan of Man on the Moon, the first one. Yes, iconic. Hands down, one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. But I think he he went up, like, he has what people call, like, Orson Welles syndrome, which, if you guys don't know who Orson Welles was, he directed what is considered one of the greatest pieces of cinema, Citizen Kane. And that was, like, his first fucking movie. So this guy started, like, at the top of the mountain and everything else that he did was like people would be like you know it was okay like it was you know it was all right but it wasn't citizen king though like and i know like a lot of like artists and directors suffer that and i really feel like kid that's what happened to kid cuddy because i really feel like everything after the man of the moon was flat out garbage like people and the thing is i've given him a chance like i'll go and i'll listen to these like albums and, like, anything he releases, and I'm just, like, the most I've been, I've said is, like, okay, the song was okay, like, it wasn't anything too crazy, or I'll just be, like, yeah, this flat-out fucking sucks, like, I just feel, like, Man of the Moon was his Magnus Opum, like, it was the top shit, and everything after that has been downhill, and I know he's gone through, like, a lot in his life, and, like, he's suffered with depression, so maybe that's what it is, but I don't know. I feel like some artists, they, like, thrive from their depression. And I just feel like his music's just really fucking sad. And it's not even, like, the good kind of sad. 
it's just the bad, like, I don't know, like, not even, like, a fan of it, and I know a lot of people are going to come after, after me for saying that, but, yeah, Kid Cudi for sure is my most overrated artist, and then artists and music that I just flat out fucking hate, for sure, for sure, has to be Nickelback, yo, I fucking hate this band, and the worst part is my friends know I hate this band, so they make it a mission to, like, play Nickelback as much as they can around me as possible, like, yo, I think that band is fucking garbage, like, they are the definition of generic rock, like, bro, they fucking, if I hear a Nickelback song, like, I'll fucking leave, even if in my car, I'll fucking jump out of the fucking, as I'm driving, I'll be like, yo, you know what, I live the good life, fuck this shit, I'm out, (laughs) And as a genre, like, once again, I know I'm going to piss people off because they love this type of music, but I fucking hate country music. Like, yo, country music is fucking ass. And yes, I've given it a chance. Like, I know one of some of my closest friends listen to it, and they've shown me songs, and I just, I don't get it. Like, it's just horrible. Like, all their songs are the same. They talk about apple pies, beer trucks and their dog that's all their songs and i know you guys are probably talking shit but i know for sure you guys that listen to country music know like at least 10 songs that talk about the things i just listed like i know you fuckers know like i know you guys can send me like 20 songs that say those fucking four topics for sure for sure and for my best artist um who did i put yeah for sure i have nirvana because like I said, this is how this whole episode started. Like, Kurt Cobain was the voice of a generation. He represented so much to those kids from the early 90s. You know, kids that were going to depression, that just hated their lives. He was, he spoke to them. And I think that was such a powerful thing. And if you really think about it, like, Nirvana only had like three albums. But those three albums alone were so iconic that some people consider them at least like top 10 greatest rock bands of all time. Me personally, I put them as number two, even being my favorite band, but I'll get to who my number one is. Um, Who did I have as well? Uh, The Beatles. Like I said, the Beatles were the reason why I got into fucking music for sure. Um, And I know I get a lot of hate from people that call them like whack or like overrated and it's just because you know they hate themselves and you know it is what it is (laughs) like you just have to give them a chance like their music is so beautiful and iconic that for people to hate on them it's just mind-blowing to me i had nas as well my favorite like i said favorite rapper of all time like illmatic is in my opinion the greatest rap album of all time he his is you could put on a nas song and you'll know it's nasty nas like his lyrics, his lyrics are so, like, they, like, fucking cut to your soul. They're so fucking good. And I feel like he's untouchable. I know a lot of people call Jay-Z the GOAT, but I personally feel like Nas, for sure, is the GOAT when it comes to hip-hop. When it comes to electronic music, which is, like, my third love when it comes to music, I have Pretty Lights. Uh, it's, He's an artist that not that many people know of. It's not your, you know, typical, like, house music or like stuff you'll listen at festivals he was basically the leader of a foundation of 
bass music called a uh, glitch hop, which mostly focused on you know the weirder aspects of electronic music. And this man live just holy fuck! Like I think I saw him maybe like five times live, and every single set like is just engraved in my mind of, because of how different and how special like those his sets were like. He, like his fans were like super diehard. He hasn't performed in a while because he had like some health issues, and I know he had like some drug problems. So like you know we're all kind of rooting for Derek. To like you know get himself fixed up because you know we I feel like our this community like needs someone especially with a lot of um artists that have been canceled because of the stupidity that they've fucking committed we need someone like Pretty Lights to like give shed some some life and some love into you know EDM so you know we're all rooting for him and. We're still waiting for the day that he drops new music or he announces a tour or at least one show so we know that, you know, he's back on track. And me personally, top band, top artists, top musicians, when it comes to any genre, is Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin is so fucking, like, their music is just out of this world. Uh, even if you don't know who they are, you'll, you'll, they'll put on a song and be like, oh, okay, I didn't know this was Led Zeppelin, but yeah, I know this song. They are, they've been in the game, well, they have, they haven't, I think they performed a couple years back as themselves, but the three remaining, um, band members, they still, uh, perform here and there. And that's kind of like what's gonna lead, Led Zeppelin's gonna lead to my next fucking, uh, story um once again like from the, man i'm telling you this austin trip had like had like so many stories coming out of it and this is what the one that i feel like is just gonna stay with me forever so one of the days that we were there we went to go get breakfast and we went to like this super nice uh restaurant which was inside like some hotel and we walk in and it's dead as fuck like it was just us when we got there so we're there we're eating we're having a good time we're just talking shit and then we notice that two other people come in and they sit like a couple tables away from us. And whatever we're eating, we're waiting for the bill. And I look to my right and I'm staring at the two people that are sitting there. Um, the two people that have come up uh, after us. And one of them really looked fucking familiar. Like I was, I couldn't put like where I had seen this guy though. I was like, man, but I, I know who this guy is. So whatever, I, I go back to the conversation with my friends. We're just talking, but still thinking about the guy that's, like, tables away from us. And then I hear his voice, and he had a British accent. And that's when everything started clicking in, like, his hair, the way he looked, his age, and his voice. And I was just like, holy fuck, that's Robert Plant. Robert Plant is the lead singer of Led Zeppelin. And I started, like, I started shitting myself. I'm like, yo, one of my fucking idols is, like, tables away from me. And I tell my friends, and I'm like, yo, if I'm not mistaken, that's Robert Plant. And they're like, who's Robert Plant? Like, what? And I'm explaining to them. They, like, go on Google, and they're, like, they're like looking up at images of him, and they're, they're telling me, like, yo, that's him. That's Robert Plant. And I'm like, I fucking knew it, bro. I know, I know. And they're like, are you going to go say hi? Like, are you going to go take a picture? Like, what are you going to do? And, like, I was panicking. I was like, fuck, I don't know, because, you know, he's – He's an older gentleman, like, he's probably, his whole life, like, he's been in the limelight, 
and he's probably like exhausted of people like just coming up to him and asking for pictures and plus he's like eating breakfast he's probably with a friend like I don't want to bother him but I, I, this is what I'm gonna do if I see that like he's alone at any time I'm just gonna go up to him and I'm just gonna like thank him for like his music and they're like okay okay so I were there waiting and the person he's with he gets up to go to the bathroom and I'm like fuck this is my shot this is I have to get up there and tell him something. I get up super quick and I go up to him and I'm like, Mr. Plant, like, I'm so sorry to bother you, but I just really wanted to tell you I'm a huge fan of your music. Like Led Zeppelin means so much to me. And I just wanted to say thank you and for you to have a great day. And he just looked at me and he was like, oh, thank you so much for those kind words. I really appreciate it and enjoy your breakfast as well. And I just walked away. And like that moment, like it was so short. But it, it meant so much to me because I was like, yo, like he could have been a dick and that would have just fucking like ruined Led Zeppelin for me. I would have been like, man, fuck you guys. I'm throwing everything I have from you guys away. But he was really nice. Like I didn't want to ask for a picture because I didn't really want to bother him. But at least he was nice. And like he, he, he acknowledged me is what I can say. Like he wasn't an asshole because I feel like he, he is so iconic and so up there in rock legend that he could have been a dick if he wanted to. But no, he was he was really nice, and I really fucking that is gonna stay with me forever for sure. Um, damn. So I'm I got to forty five minutes. Like I even got a a fucking reminder to keep an eye on the clock. Holy shit! I can't believe I've been talking for this long. So let me like start wrapping it up. So yeah, like I've said, like I like I'm pretty sure you can get that I love music from the little that I've spoken here. Music, like I've said, it's one of my most, it's one of the most beautiful things in this world. It's one of my favorite things. And I've been privileged to see like a lot of artists and have friends that are also down to go to festivals. So I've gotten to see a lot of dope artists. And when it comes to like people that I've seen live, I have two fucking regrets. And I feel like two, these two regrets are going to haunt me for the rest of my life because they're two artists that I I just don't know if I'm ever for sure one of them I'm never gonna get the chance to see if I do that'd be scary as fuck so let me start off with that one so the main one of the main ones that fucking hurts me till this day that I didn't get to see was Mac Miller I know know, so many people are like yo are you fucking serious like I didn't I literally walked away from a Mac Miller set I remember being there in the crowd and he started playing and I looked at my friend and I'm like, yo, you want to go? And to make things worse, I don't even remember who I went to go watch instead. And the worst part is like, I was a, at, at that time, like I loved his music and I don't know why I didn't want to stay. And then after he passed away, like I really got into his fucking music and it just fucking killed me. I was like, yo, like I had a chance to see him live and I just, I don't, the worst part, I don't even fucking remember who I went to go see. Like, that's the worst fucking part. Like, if I would have been, like, someone, I'd be like, yo, I had to watch this person, though. But that's the thing. I don't even fucking remember. But the fact that I didn't get to watch Mac Miller is going to stay with me forever. Like, fuck, dude. Like, I wish I could have been in that crowd to, like, see him. To, like, at least know, like, yo, I got to see him before he passed away. Because Mac has really become, like, one of my favorite rappers. And, bro, that's just just going to stay with me. And then the second one is gonna the second one that I'm gonna say is basically gonna be the shit story of the of the week. So I called this one bombs over Atlanta. 
so a couple years ago, um, me and my friends really got into going into music festivals. It started off with Ultra and mostly like EDM. So we kind of wanted to like expand our horizon and be like, let's go to like a legit music festival. So we were there looking to see what we can go to. And we came across this. It, w- it wasn't as big as it uh, as most other festivals. It wasn't like Bonnaroo or like Coachella. But the lineup was insane. The name of this uh this festival was Counterpoint, and it was in Georgia. It was like I want to say like thirty minutes out of Atlanta. And let me let me read to you guys some of the some of the artists that were there. So we had Schoolboy Q, Above and Beyond, Thundercat, who's like this dope fucking bassist, uh, Janelle Monae, Grizz, Major Lazer was there. Flux Pavilion, Foster the People, Pretty Lights, like I said, one of my favorite artists, and Jay fucking Cole was there. So that lineup alone, we were like, man, this this seems dope. It's not that far from us. Like, like I think we can make it. That the main reason, the main draw to the fucking festival, the one that like made us say, you know what, a 15-hour drive doesn't seem that fucking bad was this small group out of Atlanta called Outcast. We saw Outcast on the fucking lineup and we were like, yo, there is no fucking way we can miss this. Like they hadn't performed in years. And that was like I think they only performed a couple festivals. So for them to be there, we were like, yo, there is no way we can fucking miss this. We have to go watch them. So we made the drive. It was fucking brutal. We're there camping it was a four-day festival, and Outcast was closing out Sunday. Like, they were such a big draw that while they were performing, there was no other artist performing. So if you've been to music festivals, you know that's super rare. Like, there's always music playing at all fucking stages. This place had four stages, but when Outcast was going to perform, it was going to be complete silence. Like, they knew that everyone was there for Outcast. Just to like paint you guys a picture of how packed this set was going to be. So it's Sunday, bro. We're fucking exhausted. We're ready to call it a day. And we all wake up and we're noticing that some people are like packing up to leave. And that's like super weird to us. Because we're like, damn, like, what the fuck? Why is everybody leaving? And we're like looking around and people are like packing in a fucking hurry. Like it's not like your standard, like, oh, like let's just put stuff in the car. No, they're like panicking, like throwing shit in their cars. And we were like, what the fuck? Like, did they make an an announcement or something? And we noticed that there was uh I guess like security was driving around in golf carts and they stopped and we asked them, we were like, Hey, like, what's what's going on? And they they looked at us and they were like, are you serious? Do you guys haven't checked your social media or anything? And we were like, no. That's when we all noticed that basically all our phones were dead. And they're like, we're under like severe tornado warning right now. And we were like, what? And he's like, yeah, look up in the sky. And we all looked up and we could see this motherfucker like forming. We were, imagine, we're from Florida. We don't fucking know what tornadoes are. So we're just there like, Wow. So everyone around us is, like, packing up their shit. And just imagine, like, six dumbasses from Miami, like, all in, like, beach chairs, just watching this tornado form. Like, we're all there drinking beer as this fucking freak of nature is, like, 
forming in front of us, just saying, like, that's so pretty. Like, we were fucking ready to go, bro. That's how little we fucking cared about our lives, I guess. So we were thinking, like, fuck, I guess this means, like, the festival's over. Like, I guess it's canceled. And by some luck, the tornado didn't form, and everything was back on track. Like, they were going around saying, like, hey, guys, like, give it 30 minutes, but it's looking like we're going to open up the festival grounds, and everything's going to be okay. So we were like, fuck it. Like, we came for Outcast. We're going to fucking stay for Outcast. So we're there. We're waiting. They finally get make the announcement, like, all right, you guys can go up to the festival. Like, we're going to start playing music soon. So we all looked at each other, like, me and my friends, and we're like, you know what? Like, let's just... Let's just chill for a little bit. Let's drink a little bit more, and then we'll head out. So we're there drinking, blah, blah, blah. And I guess I was, like, babysitting on my beer. So when it was time to go up, they're like, yo, just chug what you guys have, and we'll head up. That's when, like, I noticed my beer was, like, super hot. And I was I was like, yo, you know what? I'm not going to be a little bitch. I'm just going to drink this. And I fucking chug that warm-ass beer. And then we start walking. We're, like, heading to the festival ground. We go in. And that's when I start feeding my stomach. And I'm like, oh, my God, not right now. Not now. Like, there is no way I can take. Like, I hadn't shit in, like, the four days that we were there. Just because if you've been to these festivals, you know how fucking nasty those porta potties are. So I was like, yo, whatever. Like, it's probably just going to go away. We get to the stage where Outcast is going to perform. And the Outcast was maybe, like, three hours away. So there was, like, two sets before them. I'm there for the first set. Everything's good. Like, I'm starting to feel better. Then Major Lazer was going to come on. And Diplo's known to, like, have, like, a beat. Fuck, like, he likes to work with the crowd. So he, he they start performing. They start fucking throwing down. And they get to a moment where they start, they make the crowd, like, start running to the left and then running to the right. And that's where I, that fucking killed me like I couldn't even breathe I was like yo like this shit is gonna come out of me so I'm there thinking like I'm about to like explode myself in this fucking crowd so I look at my friends and I'm like how how long till Outcast starts playing and they're like I think like uh, Major Laser is about to finish and then they come on and I'm like man I came all this way for Outcast I'm not gonna miss it whatever so we're there waiting in the crowd. Like, they're setting up, like, four outcasts, and they have, like, um, props and stuff. Like, they had like, some box there. And for some reason, the box wouldn't fucking work. So outcast was, they were, let's say, like, they were supposed to perform at 9. It was already 9.30, and they had not gone on. And I'm there, like, sweating bullets. Like, I'm, like, clenching my asshole. Like, if I was, like, a Catholic fucking a catholic boy and there's a priest near me like i'm clenching my asshole i'm like yo these fuckers i need to hear at least one fucking song bro and nothing bro like 20 minutes pass and these fuckers have still not fucking performed i look at my friends and i'm like guys i'm not gonna make it and they were like what what are you talking about we came here for outcast and i'm like i'm I'm not gonna make it guys I- i'll see you guys back at the campsite I'm, like, hauling ass. I didn't realize how deep into the fucking crowd we were. I'm, like, running through people. I'm dying because I'm, like, yo, this shit is about to come out of me. I finally make it out of the crowd. I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself, yo, like, 
either I find a porta potty or like something and then I'll try to make it back to my friends. But fuck, I need to shit. I find the porta potties, the line is fucking ridiculous. And I'm already sad at this point. I'm like, yo, I know that the, the porta potties by the campgrounds are empty. I'm just gonna go in there and then come back. I like haul ass out of to the campgrounds. I find a porta potty. I sit down and like just this fucking crime scene comes out of me. Like four days worth of raw sewage is coming out of me. And that's when bombs over Baghdad starts fucking playing. Like I'm, and imagine the festival, like everything is so quiet that I could hear, like if I was there in the fucking crowd, like I'm hearing them fucking perform and I'm just there like crying in a porta potty. Like I have tears coming out of my eyes as fucking raw sewage is coming out of my asshole. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, yo, this would happen to me, bro. This is fucking bullshit. Like I fucking came to this fucking festival for one fucking set and I'm not even getting to fucking watch it. I was basically in that bathroom for most of that fucking set. Like, I could not stop shitting. And to this day, like, my friends still fucking make fun of me. They're like, yo, you remember the time you missed Outcast because you were taking a shit? And, bro, that just fucking, that is just sadly one of the things that's always going to stay with me. Um, Fuck, I'm, like, running out of time here, guys. Damn, 57 minutes. Holy shit. I've never lasted that long in anything. I'm, like, really proud of myself. Um... Once again, thank you guys for, if you guys stay till the end, thank you so much. Um, like I said, I'm always open to suggestions. If you guys want uh, want to come on the show, please let me know. Uh, you guys can send me like topics you uh, want me to touch on. Just thank you so much, guys. Have a wonderful day, and I'll try to see you guys by next week. All right, thank you. This was Bathroom Break. Bye.